Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Imano. I'm Oluwani Femi. I'm Chim Gosrin. You want to do your own this week, but let's let's Everybody is for me big voice. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're not for me. I have, I'm staying yeah. true to myself. Be original. Your voice is sick. Can we can we move on please? Okay. Oh, sure can we can. move on? Okay. okay. See you said okay. <laughs> okay, so guys, uh, there are lots of interesting things to do this week and talk about. So, interesting stories. Maybe I never saw it coming, but we got news of a layoff in Egypt where even the CEO and the COO were laid off alongside the employees. You get why? It's kind of funny. <laughs> Wait, is it funny? No. Like, is it? F- it's not, not it's not funny it's sad but maybe it's sad in a funny it's way sad. or funny in a sad way in one of the two one of the two where the uh, our audience will get to decide okay so uh mind you just wait till the end because what's just watch the end because by the end of this uh, show we're going to be talking about something that really really caused a lot of controversies a few weeks back and that's kenya and its seeming fight with nigerian fintechs like the uh, witch hunt. Yeah, it was felt like a witch hunt. But yeah, that's that's something that's promising to be interesting. And of course, you'll be seeing chapters to all the stories we'll be discussing today. And if any particular story is not your cup of tea, you can just jump to that particular story. Let's they will be your cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's every story be a cup of tea. <laughs> Alright. So but one thing I will actually want to talk about before we get into the thick of the stories is Lagos and the weird things you keep seeing on the roads on a daily basis. Now, on Monday or Tuesday, on Tuesday, I was driving, well, I was coming to the office and I saw a truck. The truck was looking like it was about to just tip Tip over and fall. And guess what I did? Immediately I saw it. I took out my phone and brought out the whistle app, which is coincidentally the sponsor of this episode it's not co- it's not a coincidence but i, I, I planned this <laughs> let's stick with coincidence we'll go on go on i'm enjoying the story <laughs> yeah so that was the first thing i did when i saw that truck that was the first thing i did was to open the whistle app and snap that truck then send it to the, the platform so i snapped the truck sent it to the platform and they sent me a message that oh i'm going to be reporting this to the relevant agencies to take action and what is the point of this whole discussion? They, they know that Nigerians are very, very, very horrible road users. Some. So. You just said Nigerians. I mean, is that Some, please, uh-uh, please, uh-uh, don't do this. Okay, don't. You, Every you, driver on the road, at least there should be a percentage of them that are sane. A percentage? I mean, if the percentage is below that. 15%. Before we go into all that, just download the app from the Whistle Play Store. It's very, very interesting. And what is the selling point for this is, do you know why I did it? It's not like I really, really cared. But because they promised to pay you when you report such incidences. So, you see traffic Side congestion. Side unlocked. Yeah, side also unlocked. That's, that's true. So, you see that traffic on Lagos Ibadan Express Road down to... Just that Lagos Ibadan Express Road down to the whole Apapa Expressway. That traffic you are seeing, just report the congestion. Get other people to also report, and it will tell it will tell Whistle to deploy relevant agencies to that place as soon as possible. So yeah, download that app on Google Play Store, Apple Play Store. No, it's not an Apple. It's not <laughs> on the Apple stores. I'm sorry. App, yes, <laughs> not on the Apple Apple App Store. 
Good. So back to the whole conversation. Yes, yeah. Nigerians driver are horrible road users. You can't say Nigerians. Nigerians are horrible road users. Excuse me, guys. But, you but can't say Nigerians. So you can just say some the drivers. Was crazy. Mm. And at some point, there was like this demarcation: um, cars on this side, cars on this other side, and there was some space in the middle. And I just sat down. Silently waiting for someone that just break that kidney pass, but something came to my mind where I think it's Germany. Someone posted a picture. I was like, in Germany, when, when there's a traffic jam, like serious one, all cars go like this. And I'm like, I just said to myself, like, <laughs> oh, people don't know my country, man. <laughs> like, that like you are seeing an empty space that and nobody's entering. That is when guy will just enter. I mean, if if ambulance can pass through, why can't that pass? <laughs> but seriously, we can't make that a generalization. It's general. Every, Let's just every move on. Let's, we can't make a gen- if I'm a, if if yeah, I were so to be a driver, yeah, I do yeah, think my, I would take that. Here's my concern. Here's my concern. If I had a car, I drive. Here is my concern. See, if in the right conditions, we still do those same things. Yes. It doesn't mean we are horrible. You are road horrible. users. Road users. I mean, horrible. I was at an event we partnered with GIG for and. A senior member of the Federal Safety Commission said he went to a school and asked those children in the school, <laughs> "How many of you here <laughs> coming to this school today? See, saw your parents pressing their phone on the way to work. Everybody raised their hands. Okay, so okay, we're horrible. Okay. I agree. I, agree. Let's I, move. I don't agree. Okay, no. let's talk about the layoffs. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about layoffs happening in Egypt, capital. An Egyptian startup has laid off employees and. The CEO and the CEO. Very very funny story. So Sorry, it's it, not funny. Okay, maybe the details will clear some things, right? Okay. 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 Capital is an Egyptian um, e-commerce platform that e-commerce e-commerce platform okay. that aggregates um, manufacturers, brands, wholesalers, retailers, and bring them to a platform so that they're like match merchants. Like so, if you are planning to buy those stuff, you come to their platform and you order, and they deliver it to you in bulk. That kind of service, right? So, um, they laid off, reportedly laid off one hundred of their employees, and. The COO and the CEO got caught in it, and that particular one was on the basis that um, they were alleged there were fraud allegations and mismanagement of company funds. Right, so it's not as if they got caught laid off in they just they got because they, like they were caught in the layoff like other people. Right, if you if you've been following Tech Point and if not, I'm going to inform you now. We did a like. A, um, a theory, um, a mini series, a mini series of layo- about layoffs last week, right? And we talked about companies that are laying off. The reason why they are laying off after they've raised, because in Capital's case, the whole of last year they were able to raise thirty-three million dollars in in VC fund, right? Just last year. And you get so, but when you think about these things, these companies are laying are raising funds these huge funds and they are still laying off so we did um, a particular article on why companies are laying off then we did another article on on how they select who to lay off right so in that article we discussed some reasons and one of them is some people maybe they are uh, 
their services are no longer needed or they are performing below capacity or they came in just recently and they are dispensable or they've been there for a while and you just tell them go and retire you spent a lot of time those kind of strategies that are used but when i was discussing the good side of laying off normally you should not have a good side to lay laying off the good side to lay off is you're able to get rid of people that you've wanted to get rid of very well people that you've been marking their face exactly so so have in mind. so this allegation this allegation although the ceo and the ceo are, are denying it mm-hmm. right of course yes they are denying stakeholders are like we are not going to talk about it i'm now wondering who leaked it how did it get to social media but there's still the allegation they are both denying it but this could have said they will go and do like external and internet invest investigation about them right and it's is um is is as you said it's both sad and it's funny that these two people will be caught in it but in the meantime while the allegations are the investigations are going on the cfo would be the interim ceo of the startup why is going on yes yeah, so layoffs i think these people just took the shine out of the people that were laid off like a hundred of employees are laid off did now. They take, did they take the shine off? It's, or it's did a, they, we are not did discussing. They rub the shine on them? Seen, I just seen as we are sitting here. What are we discussing? We are discussing why a so CEO or CEO was laid we off. Would not have we are not talking them. about. We are not talking about the hundred employees that were lay, laid off. Would you have discussed them in the first place? I definitely will not discuss hundred people who were laid off. I don't know them. There's no face to them. But the CEO who had to be fired basically. More likely to think of um, to discuss that. Hmm. Okay, so but if still, the layoff, com- sorry, <laughs> the, lay, the layoff conversation is going on. But I have a conspiracy theory. Okay, right. I have a conspiracy theory that some companies would want to ride on this trend, even though they, they really do not need to lay off. Because mm. as it's where, as it's where the um, current economic situation does not. S- does not seem to really affect companies that more except companies that want to race and are not able to race companies that are pre-revenue you get that they don't have any money to give them wrong way because they have used up the one that they raised less and they can't race now you get mm-hmm. but companies that that are already they're already making revenue already making profits as it's where it doesn't look like their um this economic um, downturn is affecting them as much as it would so but i think some companies will just want to ride on this on this um trend and yeah lay that, off. that's actually conceivable that's and 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 the irony of the matter is that companies are hiring as it's where Yeah, well, enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hiring, same enough. Yeah, so probably goes back to people you think you want to get rid of, people you feel are unproductive, people you exactly. feel are not adding value to the company. So th- I am saying that to say this: if you are trying to know if your company is about to lay you off, go and read the famous article. Right, and how to escape being laid off. Yes. All the red flags. All the red flags <laughs> you should know. Is your company about to lay you off? Here is how you know it. It's still, it's just there the article so just look out for those mini series on tech point africa and of course it gives me a lot of food for thought so we're talking about companies raising money and here we are talking about companies laying off but over the past few weeks or past few months companies have been raising a lot of money startups mm-hmm. have they been raising a lot of money okay how much have they raised so far so so far just 98 million 
this year. Yeah, no, not this year, just this month, 98 million. But this year, just, is, did you just say just 98 million? Yeah, just so, in Africa. Yes, yeah, so when I say just, uh, just yeah, I am in the middle of the month already, aren't we? Yeah, we're in the middle of the month. Yeah, I'm contrasting it with what they did at this like September last, last year. year. Oh, so September year? last year, 800 plus million. 800 million last year, yeah, just in September. Oh, no, that has to be one huge outlier, of course. They are the what usually happens is one or two. Like major deals that would probably make up like half. So I'm guessing OPE or when did yeah, it? I can't remember it has when to be a very OP. big deal for yeah. it to be. So it's either the OPE deal or um, I can't remember the specific deal, but it okay. just has to be one of those really huge deals okay. that would make up for that. Um, but even at that, let's say those one or two of those huge deals wipes off 400 million from what was raised, or maybe 500 million. That, that's that's very conceivable. But you still have another 300 million. And these guys have only done 98. So if you've done 98 halfway, let's say you raise at the same pace or we get the announcements at the same pace, you end up doing about 200 plus million, give or take. So what if um, someone launches, announces a mega deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let's look at the startups, like who could possibly that could possibly raise the next 500 million yes um could flutterwave bring its ipo plans to um this month and this year's about that thing that is need to get good press but let's move on yeah or <laughs> could who is really large now um could op raise more money op could could baga raise more money baga, can probably tell. not yeah so uh, i don't they're think not, they're not baga the not that kind of guys. company so it's more OP, more of TeamUp, more of CUDA. Yeah, TeamUp. I think TeamUp said they were raising or they raised recently. Yeah, they did. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Except someone comes to build them out. You're not likely to have like the huge numbers. Hmm. But so far, um, I think the continent is on track to hit the 5 billion or approximately 5 billion that was recorded. Um, we've, we've already done like more than 3 billion. So okay. Yeah, we should be on track to hit and By possibly the end of the uh, year, yeah, and possibly um, exceed the approximately five billion that was raised mm-hmm. last year. Four. But then, you know, at the, at the beginning of the year, a lot of people were like predicting that it would slow so, this year, last year, out of the water. But I don't think that happened. It's, pro- it's probably not. But let's. I'm I'm actually keeping an eye out for one or two mega deals. But let's mm-hmm. see. But uh, funny, you should we mentioned Flutterwave just now, and apparently. They're about to have stiff competition yeah. in Africa, I guess. So, normally when you hear Brazil, you think the Pelés, the Ronaldinho. <laughs> Some stereotypes are actually good. I yeah. think that's a good stereotype. I mean, a lot of football stars that have wowed me from childhood till now. They are Brazilians. Yeah. But I really don't think of Brazil in a business sense, but... When I think about Brazil, when I want to think about Brazil properly, I realize that they are a very, very huge economy. Uh-huh. They are like the economic powerhouse of South America. And when you, when you talk about emerging markets, Brazil is one of those economies. And one of their biggest fintechs is coming to, commit to, coming to compete with our players here. Can you give us more details about that? Okay, so e-banks... E B A N X banks, yeah, banks. That's like an artist. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we have one Ricardo Banks. Mm. <laughs> well, so our banks, 
But well, eBanks is moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lose focus. Banky W. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. I mean, think about it. I think you got the bank should go do like uh, is it copyright skinny? Well, yes, please be sure about like maybe like copyright is name so that somebody does to go and start um, <laughs> new, new bank for musicians and call it our banks. <laughs> 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 you never can tell someone who dream, dream one night. But yeah, eBanks is launching in Africa and they are starting with three major markets: the obvious Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa. Okay. And um their payments a payment processing company one of the largest in um South America and it's actually a unicorn so it's not just anybody um expanding into Africa so this is a very huge company they, they just raised over 400 million last year oh, wow. and they've already exceeded the billion dollar valuation by far so they are basically coming to compete with whoever is playing in these um, three countries and um someone was saying that for the first year at least except you just want to be maybe let's say very very bold you may not really compete directly it's going to be gradual so you're going to be learning how the market is and one of the things that the CEO was mentioning he was trying to draw parallels between how I pronounce that right I'm Igbo so, <laughs> so he was drawing parallels <laughs> with Brazil and um, Nigeria okay. so New Bank is like one of the largest fintechs in the world and it's like a model for anybody discussing new banks and Kuda reportedly modeled themselves after new, new bank. bank so um he's, he was drawing parallels that oh these guys i mean we are both emerging markets here but um Brazil is much further along than Nigeria yeah they really emerging markets please <laughs> remove Nigeria from yeah. that equation well we are emerging markets if you think about it but they are much further along um the where where we imagine to well we have that discussion some other time <laughs> <laughs> so they are more for, uh, they are like older they've done this longer than us so they have a lot more experience but then there are still like similarities in the two markets not so rich populations um traditional large financial institutions that are not very open to adopting technology so yeah, there's that dynamic and flexible yeah there's that um opportunity or Yeah, there's the opportunity for someone to come in and disrupt. So they are coming in, and for Nigeria, they're starting with um, USSD payments. That's one of the things they'll be doing. Um, they're going to be facilitating that. So it's going to be interesting um, how they how they intend to compete. So now we have some payment pro- processors. We have the Paystacks, Flutterweave, um, Timapt, and smaller ones. And you have these guys that like it's not just a ten million dollar startup that's coming. This is they have a huge watches. Been founded since yeah. 2012. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I mean, they also laid off staff recently. <laughs> and they're not <laughs> so, expanded. <laughs> We're priorities. Yeah, priorities. So, they laid off staff recently. Every yeah. Danny Femi is at Kulu. Maybe they don't use that sacrificial lamp. <laughs> but yeah, um, they're expanding. They have experience. Um, and I also believe that if they're going to be making that move, this is not like you trying to diversify investments. It's, it's not just a... I, I want to believe it's a well-thought-out move. There's a whole lot. We talk about how there are so many fintech startups. But I think there's still a very, very big market for anybody to like play. So let's see how it goes. In a way, you know what came to my mind? Like they will be looking for country manager now. I yeah. want to confirm if they have a, if they if they mm, true, true. 
true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, not probably, just country manager, maybe some other important. Definitely, uh, there, there are definitely. Mm-hmm. Are they want to fill some rules because playing in the African fintech space is not something you do from diaspora. Yeah. It has to be on ground, especially when it has to do with you pushing the financial inclusion. This thing you have to go to the people that need it, people that you know your smartphones to start with, and also you have to get people. But you know, on site. I, I think they probably at least the country manager they should have someone like that locked down. So if you know that you have um, fintech experience or even financial services experience, please hit them up and ask them if they are and so on like you. And, and um, if you get the job, please. Shout out on Twitter and right. tell them you got the job. We intend you a tip from the Tech Point <laughs> Africa tip. Yeah, okay. we'd appreciate. Yeah, that. so fintechs, uh, they are getting me thinking about all the controversies of the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. But before we go into all the whole brouhaha, let's hear a message from the people paying our house rent. Hi, I'm Abisala Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa. Did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. Hey guys, welcome back to the Techpoint Africa podcast. And uh, of course, we're talking about Kenya and their battle with fintechs. And all of a sudden, they're switching off the lights one by one. What's what's going on? Okay, I'm trying to understand the switching of the lights. No, uh, you, you, let's say like there are lights in the studio that you mm. want to use to attack something. You start switching them off. Bah, bah. Because you will be able to attack better than Jack. No, that you is know, switching you are the doing like switching of the lights. You get a um the what's it called? That Google you used to see in the dark. So you know how to attack. Are you writing the script? No, 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 no that's the way need, it is. No, you don't need the Google. You are just saying you are switching of the light to go and sleep. Like, oh, okay, okay, let, okay. Let everybody, let everybody, everybody should go. So, <laughs> yeah, let's let's hear what's going what's going on. Okay, so Kenya's asset recovery agency has dropped a money laundering charge against three companies. Three companies with um, Nigerian links. So Avalon Offshore Logistics Limited, OIT Africa Limited, and Remex Capital Limited. So a few months ago, I think April or so, um, the ARA had like, they asked the court to place an injunction to freeze money in these um, companies' accounts. So they froze the, the money, the companies couldn't use it, and the allegations were that, oh, these guys received a lot of money between November, I think, and December last year, and because of that, they suspect. So they received the money, moved it out quickly within a short period of time. So there are suspicions that these were like proceeds of money laundering, and the accounts were frozen. So the last week, the accounts were unfrozen, and um, all charges were dropped. So it's, I guess, it's good news to start with for the companies. It's good news, but you're smiling already, so. Let's take it. No, no, no. Uh, so wh- why I'm saying that the lights are switching up one by one? I, because I feel all the lights are in one building. Mm-hmm. When I was doing research for that story, I, I realized that nearly all the companies 
were related in one way or the other. Mm. There was something tying all these companies together, and that's why the ARA raised alarm. So all the companies that they froze their accounts, even when the connection was not obvious, yeah. by looking at the names of the people behind the companies, I knew that there were connections. So everything was in one building. So it, I first feel like this was the start. But what were the reasons that the ARA gave, and what were the conspiracy theories around that time? The conspiracy theory around that time was it was election period. They didn't yeah. want money to move them down. Mm-hmm. And someone, I was talking with uh, CEO yesterday, and he mentioned the fact that okay, if you're a fintech company and you hold the phone, they used to receive alerts. You see the way money moves in and out, like at ridiculous rates. It could be hundred k in one minute, it could be thirty million in the next minute, it could be you could drop down to three million another minute. Now think about it, and that might just be just a payment startup running B two C payments. Now think about it in terms of a company. Running B two B. Now think about it in terms of a company running B two B cross border. Mm-hmm. So imagine the account, the the kind of weird accounting. Yeah. And where we probably fall these companies? Okay, yes, regulations are not clear when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah, and that has made them not to get the appropriate licenses. But the thing with Africa is, even if regulations are not clear, you should actually go and meet them. Please regulate me. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> because it's to borrow a reference from one of our previous podcasts. Nigeria is like the wild, wild west of Africa. Something uh, in some respects, if I if I can say so for myself, but in the US. Regulations are actually stringent, and these tech companies, I noticed that they spend billions to lobby government policies every year. Google, Facebook, and even if even after spending those billions to lobby government policies, sure. <laughs> they're still not sure of anything. They still get called to Senate hearings and all of that, and they get yeah. dragged. And they ask very very weird questions, mm-hmm. and we in the tech space will say they don't understand it. No, that's not how it works. So. Anyway, maybe I'm taking it too far. Maybe it's just election and election has finished and they decide to open everything up back. Abby, what do you guys but, think? So the thing is, I don't know what my sentiment is, but I feel the allegations came in as if they were very true. They didn't come... The way the allegations were presented then, mm-hmm. when it was still hot, hot, it, was, it didn't come as allegations. But as if they were sure that these companies were really into money laundry or that, that's fraudulent your, practices. That's just pattern. Once they suspect something, they raise the alarm. They freeze the account first. Just, yeah. just chief. There's less. But you are on, sure that nothing, nothing really is really happening. Oh, no, so they now did their investigation. Now they are free. To I mean, so imagine I, I suspect that you're murderer now. I'm not going to be like, oh, okay. I'll not start watching you. First of all, go and pick you, keep you somewhere first. Before yeah. we do, you might yes, yeah. because I do not have right. Well, so in in countries where you have rights, they will advise you not to leave the states. Well, in Nigeria, yeah, you have rights, but <laughs> you still your, don't your have rights. Your rights are non-existent, and you could leave our country through Cameroon or through the Cameroonian border. So I just I'm, I'm it's good to hear this that there are really no fraudulent um, activities no, no, going no. on with this bank, the, as they said. Not confirmed yet. Mm. No, there are still plenty. Like the yeah. companies. Yeah. Uh, yes. Of course, they will do their investigation, and of they've they've been able to get the attention of these startups to mm-hmm. for them to do the needful when they are operating in this. 
in these places but then we still can't rely the fact that sometimes regulators just don't understand yet what's going on they in the don't but that's just an excuse but they should try to understand i, I mean oh where do you mention something one of our twitter spaces up where you is the ceo of one pipe you mentioned something you said how can i think about I'm paraphrasing here. I'm thinking about marketing. I'm thinking of product market fit. I'm thinking of mm. customer onboarding. Mm-hmm. I still have to be thinking about all of that issues. So let me play devil's all advocate. The inf- all the infrastructure that you are supposed to provide for me, you are not providing it. Exactly. Let me play devil's I'm advocate for the regulator. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have people moving huge amounts of money. Mm. And you have a responsibility to your citizens to ensure that their money is not mismanaged. Which is a huge responsibility. Money is. You've seen. seen complaining. Don't worry. Let's go. So, so complaining. No, but, I no, guess I'm, I understand. That you can use Flutterwave and Paystack conveniently. Yeah. Today. And even do you up. do you bother to think about the process involved in all the settlements? No, you don't. But you also don't bother to think about what could happen if your money goes missing. It's only when it happens to you, yeah, that you begin to think. Mm, okay, maybe I should go and meet my bank. Now, of course, your bank has a responsibility to you to ensure that your money is safe. But sometimes, in imagine they were not regulated. That means the money could go missing, and there's no higher authority that comes to them and say, "Oh, look." I mean, we've talked about this thing before. Where a bank is, you're having issues with your bank. The moment you copy CBN, it's as if it's it's a signal to just respect yourself and get these guys' money back. They know that there's somebody here that can basically. Hold them accountable and also make sure that they, ju- they don't just mess up. So regulators are important, and it's not like the no, reg- no one said they are not important. Yeah, but like you, you're saying that startup founders, of course, they have a lot on their plate. Mm. But regulators, they have to answer to the government. In a in a now, let's forget that things may not really function well. But if things went bad, um, when people start with oh, okay, let's look at loans for example, um, there are loan sharks. That are preying on the fact that Nigerians are poor. Mm-hmm. The first thing people would say is, "Who is regulating these guys?" They don't come to ask the loan sharks, "How did you start? How did you get these people as customers?" First thing is, "Who is regulating you guys?" Because it's assumed that there should be someone whose whose main job is protecting investors, protecting users or the citizens in this case, and also ensuring that money is not used for illicit purposes. So we've talked about how. Money laundering is a huge problem. And we know that we are getting closer to election periods in Nigeria as well. We have terror problems all over the country. Mm-hmm. If there was nobody to ensure that you're not using... Of course, this could also go through, the, um, through these channels and nothing happens. But imagine there was nobody to regulate who's using the money for money laundering, who's using it to fund terror activities, who's using it to fund um, maybe political subversion in one part of the country. I mean... Think about what could go wrong if there was no inve- if there was no regulator. And what you just said is what you just talked about is motive. Mm-hmm. Is motive? Yes, is okay. the motive. Okay, the reason why we have regulators is so that citizens can be protected, investors, government, can, investors be can be protected. Yes. That's the motive. Is the way they are going about it. When you don't even understand the processes that these people go with, so I understand. What's, what's the motive. your first, your first gen- response when you see something you don't understand? You attack it, Abby. It's just the natural human tendency to either push back at it, or if you're, if you're, let's say, very self-aware, you sit back and try to understand it. 
For some time. Yeah, maybe they, let's not say they are not self aware, but um the majority of people are not self aware actually. Yeah. And it's, don't it's also a, forget it's that sometimes about the other person. Yeah, startups a lot of the time they don't really care about regulators. So why should regulators care about? So, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, this this is an important conversation and uh, you should actually join and continue it at the Fintech Summit 2022. So, I've just decided to soak everything in and <laughs> understand what's going on and if you're trying to understand what is going on in the financial sector in Nigeria and how technology is changing it, changing everything drastically, then you should come to the TFS 2022 that's the fintech summit and if you are curious about a lot of things right how do i build wealth with fintech products how do i save for retirement how do how, i get paid how do i get paid as a remote, as worker. A remote worker so many many use cases you're going to discover all of these things at the fintech summit 22 then if you are the more curious type you are the more business minded types there are a lot of networking opportunities there are a lot of insightful conversations to be had at the fintech summit 2022 so just just go to fintech.techpoint.africa and yeah. register it's 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 going to hold on november 26th november 26th is is just a little above one month so just go to the website and register anyone in change conversation i'm looking looking forward to is the discussion about if there are too many fintechs in africa I can't wait for that conversation. We are going to talk about it at the fintech summit. We we have to try that out because some people are saying, "Oh, there are too many fintechs in Nigeria, in Africa. They are not enough, or they should be specialized. On everybody should not just be doing that to move fifty thousand naira across the rebank accounts." So th- that conversation, I'm looking forward to it. So go to fintech.techmoney.africa and get your early bird tickets. Get your early bed ticket now because <laughs> I don't want it to be disrespectful, but seriously, get your early bed ticket now because by the time the late bed ticket or the ticket closed, don't come to my DM. Okay, oh. you can come to my DM, oh. but we still not answer. But come ah. to my, I, I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I will not be able to help you then. Okay, we understand <laughs> now. All right, so on that note, we're going to be leaving here at this point. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, or anywhere else you're watching this, please just share, like, subscribe, drop a comment. Of course, we've been seeing all your comments and we're responding with our own personal accounts. And yes, we promised last week that if we see just one comment, two comment, three comment, but just one for Zipline or Jumia, we're going to make it happen. And we're already on that currently. Don't worry. We're going to surprise you with that episode. And we're going to be working on something special for Independence Day. I'm setting up the entire editorial team right now for this. And of course... <laughs> I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> we're working on something special because it has to be special, you know? I so, will tweet this. When your managing editor sets you up... Yes. Oh. Let's set him up. <laughs> We'll plan it. We'll plan it. Okay. I'm waiting for you. In the meantime, you can find me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Hi-Hat Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Don't worry. You might see Bolu some other time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Bye. Bye.